Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. Psychic Josh is literally at my side. As always, boys. I like to get the word literally in the first sentence just to show that I'm a bit like Alan Partridge yeah, still. Like footballistically yeah. and literally. Footballistically and literally. Uh, we're joined by Laurie Whitwell. But I think you've done what? Did you do one other podcast? Yeah. One. one. Yeah. About two years ago. Two years ago. You are a football reporter for Her Majesty's Daily Mail. Is it that is. correct? So this is quite correct, yes. Excellent. Welcome. Thanks. You look like a football journalist in the sense that you're very well turned out, you know, you're looking smart. <laughs> Just, you know, you, <laughs> you're... Have you seen football journalists No, no, in a good way. In a good way. Like, okay. you, look, you, you know, you, you could this go and interview Arsene Wenger now and you'd be, yeah, this guy's going to interview You me. look like the sort of person who, who could tweet something and just have a hundred tweets back yeah. from people just going, oh, no. They hate them, don't this they? This is what all yeah, football all journalists of them. get the first few. John Cross gets so yeah. much shit from Arsenal fans because yeah. he covers Arsenal. I feel, do feel sorry for him. I mean, he is a, you know, what? You think I shouldn't feel sorry for him? No. Josh. No. He makes his living out of writing about Arsenal. If people yeah, want to give him some abuse by the way he writes. There's nothing about John or J- James Olley or anyone. But so you're, you're, in the, you're, in that, you're in that industry uh, where you've got to take it. Five years ago, you could be a football journalist and you, could, you, you write your stories and that's it. You just you, you earn huge amounts of money. You occasionally go on Sky on Sunday morning and you're fine. Now, you get ton loads of shit every single thing you write or tweet from furious fans when you're doing the Oscars at 1.30 in the morning do you yeah. get tweets of abuse in? Uh, a few but that's fine <laughs> you do, very like one yeah. or two not like literally 5,000 people furious at you every single thing you was, it anyway, good, was it a good Oscars this year? it was year? a good Oscars yeah um, and I, I mentioned last night I mentioned Nick Hornby because he was nominated for an Oscar didn't win sadly and any uh, other Arsenal fans involved? no it's um, Sanjeev Bascar he's a big Liverpool fan have you worked with Sanjeev Bascar? no I haven't no. he's a lovely man and he yeah, he was depressed because obviously Liverpool lost the um, League Cup final that day. Did you introduce Alex? Sorry, we're joined by Alex Booker, the one and only, the legendary TV's no, Alex Booker. You're all right. Yeah. He's Off. got to go. Sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, Sandy Buscar? Harsh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. He's a lovely no, man. Sandy, it sounded a bit Britain first, didn't it? Sorry. <laughs> 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 You're not Britain first. 
in first at all. <laughs> From the top rated uh, last leg on Channel 4. Yes. Currently pulling in 1.9 million views. Yeah, 1.9. Huge. 1.7 doing okay. Massive. Yeah, it's all right at the Absolutely moment. Absolutely massive. Yeah, he's got to go. Has he got to go? I mean, there's no agenda for today. I have had so many tweets from people going, what's Josh going to Like, people having a go at you, Josh. Like, usually people have a go at me for being a twat. Who was he? Someone else just someone, said, that's Josh. Yeah, correct, which is someone in America called Josh, not just Josh Landry. To be fair to that, I saw that. To yeah. the fellow who got that, he's yeah. got in there early doors in Twitter to have just had at Josh, hasn't <laughs> yeah, he? Yeah, doesn't he? Yeah. 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 I was envious, because I'm not even Josh Landy. I've got an underscore. Oh, what's <laughs> that's yeah, how far I'm away not, I was. I'm back not there. even Alex Brooker. Oh, I've had to God. put in an underscore. You're just Boyd Hilton. Yeah, on Twitter and, and Laurie Whitwell just Laurie no one Whitwell. else wanted that name no mm. that's lucky isn't it um, the, for me the big question is the important so thing to say is Josh didn't reply with his views on Vengo. No, but, well, he was added in a couple of tweets as well <laughs> yeah but he's, in, he's probably in like LA time or something he probably doesn't he's about, probably prowling about now saying what so the maybe, fuck are yeah. you doing adding me into this conversation <laughs> about something I don't know anything about poor Josh um, poor Arsenal Poor us having to sit through fucking tedium of these current games that we're sitting through. I mean, I, 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 I was going to start, I was thinking, where do we begin? The first thing I'll start begin with is how, we're just not even playing attractive football anymore, are we? Like, that's the really depressing thing for me. Like, it, like, at least in previous years when we always, so we're doing the thing we always do, which is collapse at some point in the season and all our hopes go disappear and all, everyone always says the same thing, that we're just chokers and all that. But worse than that, I'm used to us bottling it every year. I'm not used to us playing utterly miserably boring football that is the same week in week out discuss I, I think at the moment first of all I would say is um, especially last night like a lot didn't go for us I will say that, okay. but that, that hang yeah. on but that's, a, that's a very small tiny minor yeah, yeah. skill like you need you know a magnifying glass caveat to see it yeah. because we're absolutely fucking abject <laughs> we were abject the week before that yeah. we were abject the week before that we have been crap for ages now yeah. in fact actually I'm going to go as far as to say we've been pretty crap most of the season absolutely I yeah. keep on about I realised about a month ago that I was still talking about um, the Man United home game. <laughs> and then I realised that that was October. Yeah, yeah. And I was talking about, yeah, we played really well for about an hour, uh, about four yeah. months ago. And then I just realised how pathetic I sounded. And we haven't... We're creating chances. Don't get me wrong, like Southampton, we created chances. Mm. But, my God, the belief is absolutely sapped out of that team now. Yeah. They've got... I can't... Even the most confident of players (laughs) are just... It's gone. But you're absolutely right. We have played. We have played this really mediocre football for the vast majority... John Cross did write a thing today, which I agree with, where he said we played good football for about an hour and a half. Like, I mean, you could actually narrow it down to that game. A bit against Bayern, a bit against Leicester. Olympiacos away was the one. Olympiacos away. Most of these games, by the way, involved Theo Walcott. Yes, I'm still clinging clinging to that. Um, So... It's extraordinary. We're going, we've, we've gone backwards. We have, we've got, I think there's some stat where you round up all the teams we played compared to last season. We've got one point more. Who gives a fuck? I mean, it's just... But the actual football we're playing and the performances have been abject. Laurie Whitwell, professional football correspondent, what do you say? I kind of agree with everything, really. I mean, I, I've, I've seen them live personally t- twice, I think, both against Leicester because obviously... My, my job uh, being so and they were, they were brilliant away at Leicester and you kind yeah. of look back at that time everyone thought okay that's it Leicester no mm. good Arsenal back on form Sanchez was great um, and, and th- this is how it will be from now on here on in in actual fact when you look back 
that is you know such a, an oasis in the, the desert of of uh, a pretty mediocre football that Arsenal have been playing this season. I mean, I, and then the other one was was at Emirates when they obviously beat Leicester again, and I think. But even know, then, if, it was if, like we if, if they had if they'd been eleven men, there's yeah. no way Arsenal win that no. match. Let alone perhaps not even draw it. Really, I no. mean, I know they were creating chances, but they kept on snatching. It's the, the it's the it's the the hasty nature of their their finishing and, and their their passing that seems very odd. And Sanchez, I don't know what's happened there. Well, it's, Sanchez is like. Have you ever seen the film Space Jam? <laughs> yeah. When they uh, take all of the basketball players' like talent and they yeah. put it into a little ball, <laughs> it's like some little aliens have come down, yeah. got a ball, and while Sanchez has been training, just sapped all of his football yeah. inability yeah. from him. But even, but he was actually. A little bit better, but, he did, I, but he, think about it. I, I argued ahead of the podcast last week when we were looking ahead to the Manchester United game. That I thought Sanchez probably shouldn't start; mm-hmm. that he needed a break mm-hmm. and got ridiculed around this table. And I argued that did maybe I? someone like uh, yes, someone no. like a, a Welbeck or Campbell should should be starting the the game in, in his place because he needs a break. Like the guy obviously came into Copa America, played even on the opening day of the season, he was not supposed to play, and we're two 0 down to West Ham, and he comes on for half an hour. Then his only break has been out through injury, and mm. presumably not uh, given as much time as he might have been to come back into the team and then I mean at some point it sort of all makes sense the thing with Sanchez with the injury though was that at one point we were trying to rush him back and then they just decided not to so it's not like he's had a break because he's been hammering it to try and get back fit and being the sort of player that he is it's not like pre-season when they do a bit of fitness work yeah. to keep themselves ticking over. He has been hammering it to try and get back fit yeah, totally, yeah. from his injury. So he, he hasn't had a break. And in. also, isn't the problem with him, like, that if he, like, because he, he's, when he's scoring goals, which he obviously was doing last year and it was brilliant and everyone loved him, the hard work he puts in, because he's still doing the hard work, but he's still running around, isn't he? Like a little, like that little thing in Space Jam, <laughs> or running around yeah. like a little thing that's kind of wants to impress and wants to try really, really hard. But now he's doing all that, but the end product's not there. So it's almost like it's, it's, infu- it's actually even more infused. In fact, I think Chaz Nuki Burden, who's on quite a lot, was, he's on this podcast, was wrote a, a kind of quite critical thing about Sanchez somewhere, where he pointed out that actually he kind of detracts from everyone else. He's quite a selfish player. Even when he was, this was last year when he was playing really well, or at least scoring. Now, he does feel like that That if he's not scoring And he's kind of Slightly detracting from it Because everyone wants To give him the ball and it, So I'd rather Other players got the ball more Who might actually Give some kind of employee, Like Campbell as you said I don't remember Going to you about the whole So I'm just thinking I agree with you I think he's been He's been totally out of form And it's not It's kind of pointless haven't yeah, you, I guess just last night you, you could also look and go Well he's so close to scoring In the first half With a good piece of skill Where he finds a yard And hits the post And then he hits the bar With a very good free kick And it's very small margins That get a player back in form yeah, I mean, we, it's the same with Giroud had, we weren't having the, the rubber grip I mean look I mean on their first goal I mean how that's not a foul on Ozil is oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Un- it is just completely beyond me but then they've still got enough time and they've yeah. you know there's still and it's not the fact that what I thought last night is fair enough like for the for Swansea's first goal it, it, it can happen and you know it does but there was still enough time. And even in the second half, even when Swansea scored the second, mm. but I thought we'd come out second half. I actually still believed, despite everything that I've watched <laughs> yeah. and every instinct, yeah. having watched that team, thinking, especially after going to um, Manchester on Sunday, mm. I still thought that, my goodness, I mean, I'd have gone to them, just to let you know, lads, Tottenham are getting beat, City are getting beat. Yeah. Like, this is... Don't be down here. Go for this. You've got 45 minutes here. And even when we started the second half, it was 
I mean, the thing is, though, before Swansea scored, they still had um, Sigurdsson round the keeper. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, again yeah. It's similar to United on Sunday. Swansea made a load of changes yeah. Yeah. last night. And it's just, it just seemed... But there's no there's no spark coming from from anywhere. There isn't, no. and it's just it's difficult to work uh, out, isn't it? Sorry, to interrupt. It's difficult to work out, Laurie, which area of I said this last night on on no one's texting to out to my gang who goes to the match. Which area is most shockingly bad at the moment? Because you've got the defence that where I mean for, I mean so with that first goal, yeah, it was a foul. But then they did step. I mean, Per Matsaka literally stood there and watched. Yeah, but the Bellerin goal. was not in the picture, was he? No, I know, but I mean, I would have been helpful. That shot that was on to watch him just standing there was there was something quite incredible about that. I think there is something about footballers when they expect a decision to be given. You just say you play to the whistle. It's what we're all told when we're young, and they don't. But and they don't, and they freeze. That's 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 twice though. You look at the Leicester goal, Vardy. Same, exactly the same thing. Ozil thinks he gets fouled. Personally, I'm I'm going to props be in the minority here and say that neither of them were fouls against Ozil. But um, then the other team, you know. It seems like Arsenal have a complex about that, you know, the injustice of it. So therefore, they yeah. will kind of almost. So Monreal sticks a leg out as if, you know, I, I don't care. I'm going to. Yeah. We haven't got that foul, so there we go. Routledge manages to run free. Obviously, there's there's technical failings there, but it seems like there's it's a mentality thing as well. And as you were saying, Alex, I'm not sure if Wenger does go into the dressing room and say those kind of things. At no, I think he's no. actually pretty well, quiet. He and to, this is the thing, right? So about that particular moment. I was gonna. So my, my general point was that which area of the, well, of well, the just team just is my going shit. on? Just going on that. Ozil. <laughs> oh yeah. So oh, I'm not a fifty-fifty. What I would say is, if you're grabbing someone around the neck, <laughs> yeah, and it actually sorry, then what's it? Is that not a foul? Legal. It comes off there. What? That how is, is that legal? What? So it's legal to is, grab someone around the neck that, and I'd literally stop them. I might be trying to provoke. I might be trying to. Josh is signalling that we're signalling too much. You're all talking over each other. Well, yeah, people get used to it. But, uh, <laughs> we're worried That's about the, the, listeners, the listeners' experience. I think it, it was a, it was a foul, but it almost felt like as soon as it happened, oh shit! Like something might happen now. Of course. And then we have that kind of complex. So, I mean, look at how shot. easy Ramsey gets rolled by. Oh, um, God, yeah. I can't remember who is it putting the assist for Routledge last night. But how easily yep. he's yep. Get, he gets caught and he's rolled by him. And there's a few times last night, and there are so so many of them at the moment that are so desperately out of form I can't think of anybody so this is my point yeah this is my bigger point but then look at it though boy you know we were here in the summer we were all annoyed everyone was annoyed come the end of the transfer window and why were we all so annoyed because we could all see the same things happening again and I remember saying like about, especially about the defensive midfielder situation, how long have we been banging on about it? And I really hope I'm proved wrong, but chances are we're going to be here again. The same with the striker. Everyone was going on about it. And again, we're proved right because Giroud's so out of form. But he's not out of form. He's just... He can't do it all on his own. Uh, he's just not he's good just, enough. He's just not... It's not happening for no. him. And the problem with Giroud, when it's not quite happening for him, it, it, it kind of... It looks... Giroud doesn't get as much patience from the fans as what someone like Sanchez does. And no. Theo, as much as you love him, um, again... It's just, he played up front against Manchester United, against a weak Manchester United defence, that uh, centre-half was Carrick and Blimp, which wasn't exactly paced, and <laughs> no. he was 
He just he's just non-existent, and there's been too many of those from him. So who else in after that? Well, you you highlighted they highlighted a match per day about Walcott constantly not making the dangerous runs he should have, which is the the one asset we all know he has is his pace and his question marks against nearly everything else. But at the United game, not only was he not making those kind of runs, I don't think he's had enough criticism for the role he had in. I think was it their first goal United scored, maybe the second. Quite a lot the rest was, well, I, well, I think I, I can remember. You know, obviously Alex was up there as well. I, remember, I also remember being up at Anfield with a particularly shit view from the back of the stand but enough of a view to see Walcott trying to dribble out from his own area not clearing the ball not finding a man the ball gets turned over and we concede a goal about four or five seconds later and there has to be a lesson here for someone like Theo Walcott it shouldn't I mean I, I find it bewildering that you still want to but defend him week after week after week I think the option for Sunday is because, Danny, t- because the on. problem isn't Walcott is it that's not the problem the pro- one of the that's problems. one of the least of our problems I disagree it's not. I think one of the problems is Walcott um, on Sunday, so it's one of the problems on, Giroud. On one of the bigger problems, Giroud. Nine games without a goal. If you're asking me who forward. do I want to start at Whitehall Lane on Saturday, Theo Walcott or Giroud up front, definitely Giroud. So, the, so what you're telling me is our main centre forward, who's played vastly more games this season than Theo Walcott, certainly, I mean, literally about, I mean, 99% more up front, which is the position w- where we need to score goals, is nine games without a goal, is having a terrible, terrible time. And you still not blaming Walcott more, who's had like one chance up front, 60 minutes, in fact, and was absolutely abject, I agree. But the bigger problem is surely relying on Giroud as our main forward that's the problem that, that, that is an issue I would like a world class strike alongside him but for what we have and we're not going to have any new players come in between now and May 15th when the season ends so let's let's do what we can with him last night he obviously ten, 10 games in a row as an Arsenal centre forward without scoring is you know pathetic out, is really poor <laughs> in, a, in a team because even if you play 10 games at a low low you know, a, a lower standard of Premier League t- team yeah. you should get a goal just the number of chances yeah. that you created you'll get a goal but at 19, Arsenal you should 19 be. goals at home yeah all I mean the for whole a side that yeah. for all intents and purposes Incredible. even up until this week we thought should have been in with a chance of winning the title and we scored 19 <laughs> yeah. goals at it's home even the bad Arsenal teams which we would regard your years of your Andre Santos were scoring more than 19 at home and look we're going through now and we're talking about the players and you know who's to blame is it Walcott is it Giroud you know but let's be honest I think there's one person that we're not talking about at the moment who does need to, and that's and that's Arson. Mm. And I think the the problem with Arsenal is literally from top to bottom yeah. at the moment. Yeah. We we talk about what what a great club it is and stuff like that, and you know we're well run. Are we? I don't understand. We're, we're, what we don't we don't go and waste money. We're not mm. running. Um, you know. We, we've got a decent bank balance But that doesn't necessarily mean we're well run Because we've got a board That are letting the manager decide When he leaves Now I love Arsene And I would never ever say Like any, anything otherwise For what he's done for yeah, that me club too, yeah, it, This is literally without that yeah. But he is That board are saying Do you know what Sit back You decide when yeah. you can go And I have never heard Of a manager In all of world football Even Ferguson At United Who incidentally Has won a hell of a lot more Than Arson has mm. If you talk about change, Even Ferguson Wouldn't have had that no. And it's, it's just yeah. And it's that goes down To Wenger yeah. And then that goes down To the players Absolutely I agree with you 100% It's, it's complacency From top to bottom That's the thing So you've got You've got 
the people who run the club, who own the club, who think they can charge us the, the exorbitant amounts of money, who don't give a shit the fact the atmosphere is terrible, who don't, who have meetings. By the way, that meeting this week, where what's his name, Gazidis, was with those elite fucking Premier League people. Whatever the fuck they were talking about, I'm sorry to have that the day before that abject performance last night in the middle of this current run of insanely terrible performances. It's just arrogant and complacent. It's disgusting. It offends nice, me. Nice we are not. This is the problem for me. And people go on about like being obsessed with money, and this, that, and the other. And we're, we're, um, we just bumped into the Crystal Palace podcast on the way. And they're like, you're third in the league. And now you're, you're, and you're, you know, you're complaining. I'm like, yeah, because we've had the same bullshit year after year for 10 years. We should, you know, the, these, the people running the club from top to bottom are totally complacent about every single thing. And it, I'm sorry, but actually, I, does, I do think the fans that go along with it, the fans that's, that kind of tag along to the, uh, the Wenger line, there weren't players to buy. You're talking about everyone agreed. Not everyone. The Wenger supporters, the obsessive ones, were like, no, there aren't any, pl- any players in the world to buy outfield players in the summer. That's why he didn't buy anyone. There's no defensive midfielder better than the shit ones we've got. There's no striker better than the shit ones we've got. And, that's the sh- and, they, di- and they go along with it. And that- so there's complacency among the fans as well. That's why it keeps going on year after year after year and will never end until he finally leaves. Amen. Right. Okay. I, I obviously, like Alex, I travel all over the country, travel all over Europe following the club. I, I don't defend kind of the manager and defend certain aspects of the club because I care any less or I, I don't believe we should be winning. I'm not saying but you're you talking less. about an Alex Rightfully from talks about the mentality of the club from the top. And the problem with the mentality of the club at the top is that all we really need to do as a business, which is what we are, is be a top four club. Yeah. And until that changes, I don't think anything will necessarily change on the pitch. I think we will always do enough to be in the top four. But in fact, trying to win the title is actually, and this is terrible to speak as a fan like this, but it's actually a lot of effort because we probably need to go and spend another 80, 100 million. We still might not win it. And then all the bonuses for all the players. And actually, how much more money do you get for, for winning the Premier League than being third in terms of TV money? About two, three million, something like that. About a million and a half a place. So to go and have the risk of trying to win this league involves spending a huge amount of money that they don't desperately want to do. And therefore, we are in this are you, horrible are you position. That? I'm not. I'm telling no. you how it is. I'm ex- I've, I've accepted that's what we are. I've accepted we're a business which is run to make sure we're in the top four. Now it'd be amazing, and I hope we do end up somehow top of that top four. But I don't think we, we are fans to, of a club but, at the but, moment but, that are desperate to try and be the champions. What the fuck are they doing with the at least hundred million they've got in the bank, doing nothing? In fact, I read that a very, the Swiss ramble. I, I tried to understand is incredibly complicated, thorough, and brilliant analysis of our unbelievable finances. But the bottom line, after reading pages and pages of it, and it was incredible, but I'm just economically stupid. But the bottom line is, what is undoubtedly the case is we have about 100 million to spend, at least, and that's if you don't include the fact that really any other club in world football doesn't just have a war chest. They just go and try and buy the players they want to buy, and if it's in, they don't have a strict budget. No other club in the world seems to have the strict budget we do anyway, that we don't spend. But anyway, even if that is a strict budget, we're not spending it, we're not investing in it, we're not investing in the team to make us better and it's and, and it's going to go it's just going to kind of be frittered away on nothing well, it's a mm, false economy sure. it's a false economy because we do because wait like that money is in fact actually with the more money that's coming into Premier League now it's a false economy because eventually you'll need more yeah. anyway to start competing so we might yeah. as well should, we should be yeah. competing now but the thing with the money is <laughs> with us it's not even well it is about the fact we don't spend money but there are players out there 
who you know could have improved that team well, yeah. in the summer that we didn't get. And I tweeted last night saying, um, I can't even tweet about <laughs> Arsenal because um, my time hop will only bring it up in three years <laughs> when the same things happen again yeah. and it will just piss me off more. Yeah. And that is more the problem, is the fact that it's... a. So- I've been an Arsenal fan. I remember the days before Wenger when we weren't great. I remember going, you know, even under Arsenal when things weren't amazing. But you always felt, even like, I remember like 2000, we went and got smashed at United. And that was a team that had only just been, you know, won the league a a couple of years before. And people accepted it. And the reason they accepted it is because ultimately they could see the fact that there was some element of progress. There was some element of trying. I can handle an Arsenal defeat. I've seen us get beaten at Old Trafford many a time. And I can handle that. And I can handle us not winning leagues. You can't win every league every year. We're not one of those clubs. But what I cannot accept and what I think is the reason why the fans are still it's reaching boiling point yeah. is because there's just no sign of progress and worst of all not just now you cannot see it changing he will not be sacked and he will not leave mm. and the sad thing for Arsen is if I sat down with him now I'd genuinely say to him you like there will come a time when I'm when I'm old and when I'm probably taking my kids and I'll tell them about what a great manager Arsene Wenger was and how he revolutionised the club and that's why there's a statue out of him but when he does leave there will be an animosity which will stay for fucking years amongst some fans it's really tragic some fans he he is absolutely year on year now he is diminishing that legacy Mm. bit by bit I think because if he can't this is the thing Laurie if he can't if, if he so at the moment what strikes me about the whole situation is he can't go out and buy players. He's, he's, I mean, you know, when you don't buy any outfit players, Hang. he's got one. No, no. But oh. in the press conference this week, he was asked by the journalists who were there about this £75 million war chest. He didn't deny it. He said, look, we're not going to bring anyone in until then. There should be money available in the summer. So, <laughs> What? There was money. There's been money available for fucking years. Don't look, believe that bullshit. I think it was a, from him, it was a very open answer on the issue of spending money. But carry on with no, your no. point. Well, my, that's my point. He, is a, he, 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 to not buy any outfield players in the summer means he cannot, he cannot, he has not been able to buy strength in the squad, outfield-wise. And I know, I, know per, per, I know check is worth... 10 games or whatever but he can't score goals he's been tried last night and he got injured <laughs> yes. and then look at the, that the, yeah so what I'm saying is so, so he can't buy, buy players that's the thing he cannot buy players every other manager in the world can he can't he just can't see a way of strengthening the team fine he can't, he's not improving the players he's got they're getting worse they're physically in front of our eyes palpably getting worse I mean most of them which is extraordinary he can't give them confidence because they're clearly like they're absolutely shitting it and they're terrible in front of goal I can't score goals they can't play well they're not playing attractive football I'm trying to list find all the things that he cannot do so in the end Laurie what are you left with actually that he can do he can get in the top four we might not even get in the top four he said in that big one of his, another one of his press conferences no other team in the world has got top four in the last 20 years no but the others have won the championship consistently and they've and they've bought players and they've improved their squad I mean it's a weird situation isn't it, it that what actually is he good for right now it all comes back to I think what Josh was saying in the fact that obviously he had to pay for the stadium so that the, the kind of mentality switched and that that is just carried on he, he used to be a winner and that's what that's why Fergie lasted for so long and obviously that's the slight difference between Fergie and Wenger in the fact that Fergie could dictate when he left because he was winning every single season pretty much yeah. um, Wenger seems to have kind of lost that desire that just that innate you know um, urge to win obviously Mourinho has it and that's why as soon as he saw the players 
you know, not doing what he wanted to do. Obviously, he's got his own ways of doing things. He, he basically started dropping bombs left, right, and centre. Wenger's too placid for that. Um, I do think that I do think if he doesn't win the league this year, he, I think he should go because you haven't got. Who is there there? You've got Leicester at the top of the league. Tottenham, I mean, that would be embarrassing for you guys if they went on and won it. Um, but you've got <laughs> it would be the worst well, thing in the world. It's embarrassing because it's Tottenham, but it's not embarrassing from a footballing point of view because, quite simply, they're better than us. They've yeah. been, the, play, the names on the team sheet, you go, well, we've got better names. Mm. But. They're not. We're not a better team. Well, no. that, uh, even that's why. That's why I think you know Pochettino gets his side winning. Gets, gets them winning. You know, and and that's why. That's why Wenger. I don't think it, it, for somewhere along the line. I think it, you know would have started with the stadium. And I'm not saying it's necessarily down to him not spending money because I don't think you have to spend. X amount of money to win the title. Obviously, it helps, but you look at other teams that have spent a lot of money and haven't. Then that hasn't translated into titles. Yeah. I think that the, the problem is he should he should spend more money. I'm not disagreeing with that, but he has you know bought big with those on the Sanchez. I, I agree. But it's, it's, it's particular players that he needs. He needs. Geez, how many times have people said it? He needs a leader, more than one leader in that team. This, the midfield, I think, is the, is the is the problem. There's no power, and it, it's that mentality, really. For me, yeah. it's oh, not no, necessarily the, the yeah, cold no, hard cash. When I say money, yeah, no, 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 absolutely. What I'm saying is, is that I, I'm saying the amount. I'm talking about the amount because that's that used yeah. to be the defence. I'm yeah. saying we, so now there is no factual argument that we can yeah. buy yeah. very expensive players if and pay them their no, fucking city, wages. City, city, so it's more wages, I think. Than, 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 yeah. But what I'm saying is, is that you, yeah, it's that it's that to not buy one outfield player. Last no, you keep, I know you're going to me. Hang but on. I know I've said, but that's the message that sends to your current squad. Yeah, is you're all you're Boyd, good enough. Boyd. in November. This, see, no, hold. Let me finish. This squad is good enough in every department in defensive midfield. Even though I accidentally found my defensive midfielder because I called him back on loan, and in, and up front, even though I've had the same frankly mediocre main centre forward for years and years and years, and still not been able to find anyone else in that position. And I'm going to try Theo a bit because he's desperate to play up front, even though I don't actually believe he's good enough. Blah blah blah. Whatever he's in those like, those key positions, he couldn't find anyone in the world, right? And and so that message that sends to the whole squad is: we're fine, we're great, we're good enough. But they're not, are they? I think in November or December, or even maybe four, five, six weeks ago, uh, we sat here did a podcast. I think you were the only one suggesting you didn't think Arsenal would win the title. So at some point, yeah. most of us thought he did have a team capable because of winning, capable of winning the title. Yeah, because but fans, I just it's, it's, so it's I, I do. Still, I still think we've got a squad capable of a title why we're currently third favourites to win that title I think yeah you can definitely point, point the finger I think yeah I, I agree with you like I thought I'm not going to say I didn't think we weren't going to win because I did and I still I always thought that even the players that he had had, had enough but do you definitely think we're not now well, so absolutely I, do you know what I thought okay. even if we'd have beaten Swansea last night We'd have gone and fucked it at Tottenham on Saturday. And even if we beat Tottenham on Saturday, we will go and we will fuck it somewhere else. And even if we've got two games to go and we're still up there, we will go to City Absolutely. and we will fuck it. Yeah. Because that is a mentality amongst the players mm. at the moment. They are weak. They are weak-minded. Yeah. And that is... I think that there's the squads is actually, apart from the defensive midfielder, if you'd have looked at it, okay, we've got the usual injuries again, but I did think, meh, it, it's decent enough to be competing. But what I, what I, what's worried me so much is just the way that the players have just mm. 
It's not losing the dressing room. It's not like Mourinho no. at Chelsea this season, no. which is, that was, he yeah, lost the dressing room. Yeah, they hate it. I don't think it's a hate thing, no. but I think it's a lack of strength yeah. mentally. Absolutely. And I, that's worrying. And you see yeah. them, and it's not a team spirit thing because no. they all seem to get on. They all have a little yeah. photo I even think the game. Well, yeah, I that epitomised, yeah. this is, <laughs> it epi- that, that photo epitomised Arsenal after Leicester... I know the emotions were high they'd got a, a stoppage time when it was a huge match I get that they were elated but to send a dressing room selfie of that ilk out within the hour after that I just find abominable I, I cannot imagine uh, you know uh, the United dressing room with, with, with yeah. Roy Keenan imagine yeah. that no. would, there's no way they, Fergie would never think, allow that yeah, I've calmed down a bit <laughs> I have a genuine question I, And I'm not sure If I even know The answer to this question Because you, you Started talking about it There that they're weak And that is a brilliant word They're definitely weak So is it Like lot, the last few performances So because half the Half the pundits I was listening to Five Live um, This morning Like from last night Because I was fascinated To know what they think And so half of them go We have the leadership thing And they say we're um, Lazy And we're not trying hard enough That's I don't, one theory I don't, I don't agree I, that I right. don't say So I the other theory is I wouldn't say that we're not trying right. Those players are trying yeah. You can't They're, they're right. trying But right. it's just confidence. It's so even so. The other theory is so. Then it's confidence, isn't it? It's then it's like they haven't got these like supposedly world class players haven't got the confidence I mean, to beat a half strength Swansea what, or Man United with their youngest need, ever team. I think what they need at the moment is obviously for for something to go their way. But then I was thinking that before the ninety fifth minute against Leicester, and I was thinking, you know, if you can't take confidence from the fact that you, you know, you hadn't played well, but suddenly you'd got this great big result against all odds. And I think that was why there was such a swell of emotion after the game. And actually I forgave them uh, a selfie because I just thought they must be thinking we, this, it's not quite gone for us recently But now it's changed And then suddenly they just went straight back yeah. and it was, But uh, isn't that the moment to sort of just go Right, we, we've, we've done this We've gone well I've got gone to tell well you I, I was thinking about it on the way in If they, if they win at Spurs, there's no photo You know now yeah, there's yeah, no more 100%, photos there's no, Because you don't need, what's, what's the benefit to that? What is, it's, it's only I don't want to sound more commercial you. here or like, more. I, I agree, it's probably the club commercial. love it. Yeah, the yeah, club love Instagram, it. Instagram, Facebook, it goes hits, everywhere. Thousands, thousands. But, yeah, but we, yeah, it's always I get that. stuff like that. But that, but that, why just that should not come in? You should, you should have someone in that dressing room. Obviously, Peter Chet wasn't in that picture. He's won the title. You, you've, you've, you know, you, you should have someone in that dressing room saying, "Lads, what you're doing? We've beaten Leicester. Great." Keep, the, keep that spirit There's no need to go Publishing a, a picture That looks Celebratory And kind of, kind of You know Rubbing I, well, no, well, I, I, I wonder if the club I'll asks I wonder what way That photo I mean what's it happens It's like Cockerland get his phone out uh, It almost sounded like It was going to be rude Cockerland <laughs> get his phone out And go right lads My phone on but, the selfie No I'm convinced It's is, an isn't Arsenal that the photographer easiest, I'm convinced it's the club is, Isn't that the easiest thing though For, for Leicester or whoever else to, to go Have you seen what they've just done here Pin that up yeah. And, and yeah, instantly I mean, that, that, We they get can carried away I was I was in the tolly after the Leicester game yeah. and I saw Arsenal fans giving it large and to the Leicester fans who were leaving yeah. on the coach I, 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 we, everyone yeah. gets carried away yeah. I mean that was stupid the last minute, I mean I look, feel like a dick for we, even being there now and I wasn't say, even doing it yeah I think I take your point about the photo I mean for maybe me, I'm going over the top with it it just, just, it just really like, in the scheme of things like you win I mean we, you, you score a last minute goal against the top of the t- league team from also Welbeck coming on as well who's been injured for, I mean yeah. I, 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 I can understand if we do win and we won 
won't beat Tottenham. But if we do, can you, you know, if we score in the last minute against Tottenham, we, well, I don't care what the fuck they do, they can celebrate how much they want. The bigger picture is, we are just at the moment fucking shit. And the manager, and, and the bigger picture is, we have a manager who can't get them to either be confident enough or be powerful enough to play I, yeah, anywhere near it, as well as they can. And, because, and that's, what is the solution to that? How, at what point, Josh, as you're, him, you, he, you're one of his great defenders, do you go, he cannot do it anymore? For whatever reason, we love him, everything, everything, you know, everything we've all said, we absolutely love him, we respect him, we admire everything he's done, but it's just gone on too long, hasn't it? At what point do you go, it's just over? He can't inspire them anymore. Actually, he can't buy new players. What I, is he there I for? I don't want to be a doom monger. But this is going to sound like a, a doom, doom yeah. mongering. Yeah. But you think, right, even if there was a change in the summer, or even if he bought in the type of players that we want, yeah. it ain't going to be all harmony, no. because there's a big group of players there that are used to being a Panthers. certain way. Yeah. You think, if you brought in a Roy Keane character into the middle of that team, do you really all of a sudden think that we'd suddenly start playing well? He'd be, the rest of them would be like, why is this guy having a go at me? Yeah. And it, I think there's a there's yeah. a mentality I think you're right. problem. I think there is a mentality, and I think the players like uh, uh, the Giroux and I, know, I think Ramsey is like this as well. I think Ramsey are kind of weird. I mean, it's ba- I, I feel bad even picking on players or even mentioning them, but I do feel well, I watch Ramsey and I think there's a cockiness and a, he thinks he's much better than he is right now because of that one incredible period he had, and he's just not doing it now. He's used our midfield is utter for me. I, I would actually think even though the defence is appalling, <laughs> the midfield is the one, isn't it? That's like oh my god. How they're just not creating anything, and, he, and and it's just and so if he can't see that Ramsey is useless, weak most of the time, and that combination of him and and Coquelin are being a little family, bit unfair. No, 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 yeah. I'm not. It's, it's not creating the, stuff. It's we've not had working. Injuries. You've got to say though, like we have had injuries, even though it's some of the usual people that keep getting injured, Chamberlain, Wilshire, but that is. Unfortunate, and, and especially Santi Cazorla getting injured. Again, that's oh, unfortunate yeah. because Ramsey, for as much as he's at fault, has played. I don't know. It's. I think there's a lot of pressure. Well, it feels like the moment watching Ramsey's almost become the quarterback. Uh, you know, which I don't think is a natural. Like, because we've have obviously missed Cazorla heavily, and Ramsey might feel that he's having to do some aspects of a role yeah, that not, he didn't want to do. I, I'm I, I'm I think there are other aspects I you haven't even raised. My, the end of that point was sorry. Quickly is I almost, I'm not blaming Ramsey. I'm blaming Wenger for persisting with something that's clearly not working. He's got to fight. So either El Nene, who's not had, any, he's I'm bought, telling you, El Nene ain't good enough. I'm telling you. Well, and, well no, no, no. What I've been told from if he's people not good who enough, know, then why the fuck did we buy him? Uh, or try? I mean, even try Özil in that position or something at least he can spray the ball around you know he's going to spray the ball around and find people to pass to and maybe one of our other players who love playing in the number 10 position can play in them I don't know just he's not trying Listen, stuff, uh, one of the things that I think is frustrating is we've seen even at Tottenham it didn't go for them last night but their ability just to, to bring the two fullbacks out and put them in the decision to persist I think with Hector I love Hector Bellerin I think it's fantastic but I don't know what you thought being there or Laurie watching the game or any of us watching the game on Sunday I thought Bellerin had one of his weakest performances I've ever seen him in an Arsenal shirt and I thought actually the, well he plays every single game and that decision to get Debussy out I'd have played Debussy on Wednesday night against Swansea you play better in up there you just got to freshen up I don't know why maybe you know would, Kieran Gibbs Chambers there are these players just to freshen up oh, Chambers know. yeah totally give Chambers a go there is an opportunity there to have brought a few like where we can freshen up without losing too much on the team it's a shame that he didn't I think with um, Bellerin last night my big thing about him was 
I've lost track of the amount of times he had the ball in space on the right yeah. and I can't remember him doing no. anything Nothing. with it. Nothing. He got more nervous than me because yeah. I sit he, right in that corner. They're all getting, they're I, all getting I, nervous. Yeah. It's insane. Because, but then, hang on. But he's a young the, lad. The fans, know. you know, Wenger spoke very heavily at the end of the game about the fans and we all have to come together and that is something I feel a bit uncomfortable about. Uh, the negativity that comes when we're when we're behind in a game and I don't know, this undivided expectancy that we must be winning at all times it's got to affect the players in some way it's not that expectation though is it it's like alright so last night and we're running out of time but last night we scored that goal and I actually started thinking like uh, uh, madly oh you know we can go on and improve our goal difference tonight well, we, we, so at that point, we started great at that point yeah we started great we always start great we always have at least 5-10 minutes mm. most of the time we have a good 5 or 10 minutes at the beginning if we score usually if we score we can go on and, and deal with it we did score and it was like oh yeah we're going to go on and fucking win 5-0 or something and then what but I think the problem you, the, 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 at that point the fans were fine you can't blame the fans for the, then the collapse of the whole team mentally and everything like, the fans got frustrated because we absolutely lost it I thought the fans I mean Old Trafford the other day even when we were there even when we you know were 2-0 down we were still getting behind the team I think again the problem always comes yeah, across, especially at home, is when it's the same old mistakes yeah. time exactly. and time again, and then then everyone will be. But I agree with you. I think sometimes, but it's always been like that mm. at Arsenal. God, even when we we hark back to these magical Highbury days, we I've been there groaning at Highbury <laughs> when passes went. Yeah. Well, I've been there. Gro- I've groaned at Thierry Henry when he's missed a chance. <laughs> yeah, but then back exactly. then, all you fans always are like felt that. though that there was a. Uh, there was a chance I don't know There was You always felt that we had enough somewhere Absolutely And we had injuries in 2006 I remember when we beat Real Madrid With a back four of what was it Flamini, Abue, Senderos And I can't even remember who else <laughs> And it was like So we had injuries then But we, there was still something The mentality was better Within within the side There was a yeah. But now there's not and this yeah. thing about Wenger being he's got too much he's too loyal to players do you remember the days when it used to be over 30s the one year contract oh I know we well, let people like Perez Lundberg yeah. Campbell who were seasoned pros who yeah. granted were on their you know they were on the wane <laughs> yeah. but you can't deny the fact that they could have they could have aided the squad and he, he, they all went no, there's no, no loyalty no, Vieira's got nothing to do with the club anymore but there isn't no there's no loyalty but it's a win so that's loyalty. the thing no but there, he has a, an insane loyalty to players that are terribly off full week in week out it's, it doesn't make sense but there's two there's, it's no, the stubbornness right. isn't it it's a kind of it's the stubbornness, it, it, he, yeah. he knows it, his football and he wants yeah. to prove it well, um, there's been a lot of um, <laughs> I've, I've never I've never spoken so negatively about Arsenal as well. No. I think I He's have always like this tonight. No, I'm. I know I'm normally. I'm quite pessimistic, but I don't want it to seem that actually. Because I think, I think they need some, some. As much as I'm annoyed at them, I do think that at the moment that they need. Sometimes when you're in those situations, you need a little something to go for you. And I think they need that. Certainly on Saturday, if they're going to stand any sort of chance, I think they need a. I think Tottenham will probably come at us, and yeah. if we can keep, you know compact with about you know in the first 25 minutes growing again because if you're Pochettino you're going to go look this lot are down on their feet if we get an early goal you know there's a chance they'll come so you know they're going to come at us they're at home but at the same time I think that if they can just get some belief I just don't know where it comes from and the reason why I sound so stressed out is because I'm so desperate for them to find it from somewhere if we play Tottenham on Saturday and we lose 1-0 and we can look at it and genuinely go, 
God, I mean, it's frustrating and we're probably out of the tight race. But it wasn't the same abjectness as what we've seen. I don't know. It's... Uh, it's not I don't know I feel Saturday's one that just however whatever we we just don't go there and lose I actually wouldn't be shocked if we are a bit more defensive minded on Saturday and take a view going we've got to stop this rot a point and we're not quite out of the title race obviously it's you know not looking great but we're not out of it defeating we are I think we probably all accept that so I wouldn't be surprised if we take an approach going you know what let's get out of here with a point and, and however we play I don't I, we can play as bad as we did on Sunday at Old Trafford for me as long as we get a they point and then we go to Hull in the cup and we try and get back on form it's just must not lose Saturday but then Wenger's got a habit whenever you think we're just about to lose one more game and go into this yeah. absolute meltdown rather than just like minor meltdown <laughs> or whatever level of meltdown we currently yeah. are sometimes he seems to find a way and that's what's giving me hope for Saturday added to the fact this is Tottenham's biggest ever I chance I'm more than yeah. happy I, I would love nothing more than... Because at the moment, I watched last night, and when I stopped watching, I thought, I cannot see how this is going to change. I mm. cannot see how mm. we're going to stop yeah. bottling it or yeah. bottling no. it or stuff like that. And I would more than happily well, be proved to be talking complete shit. Me too. I would love nothing. That, that's exactly the point, yeah. Because people go, oh, you're not... You know, you want the team to lose so you can be... Pr- but it's bullshit. It's rubbish. I'll watch Saturday I would like and nothing, I'll, yeah. I'll act as if we're still the best thing that I've yeah, ever seen. If we beat Spurs, and we won't, if we beat Spurs, I'll be the happy man alive and I will I tell you what happily you know recant if Giroud scores a fucking hat trick I'll like love him forever Can we but do, none sorry. of these things are going to happen by what, the way what will you the do most, if Giroud scores a hat trick what uh, will you Garrett do will I think Gary Lineker you know boxes, for being if he wrong. scores just a one goal can you admit that you'll do something of novelty value um, I don't know what I'll do but anyway depends what the one goal counts for if it's a 5-1 defeat you know <laughs> about my attitude yeah. for as negative as I feel at the moment I got an email today about a date of work being changed from Saturday the 14th of May to Sunday the 15th of May and then working on mon- the following Monday and I actually said no because part of me still thinks I tell you what though we could win league and then it's a parade the next day <laughs> and, I'm not, and it's sick yeah, that's, and, that's I, a sickness it's, it's actually, not sick yeah. we're still only, we're, that we're, is an insanity we're about three to one to win the title it's not totally you know it's not we're not ridiculous 12 thing. points behind as we have been in previous years we're just it's just the performances no, I agree. Just, I agree. Good, and also it's not Good enough. What I'd say is also the fact we've got to go Everton, West, West Ham, oh, Man City, yeah. some really and tough games. You don't see us winning on current form. We've got we've taken far too long. We've got I'm, I've got to do the next podcast as well. Um, the uh, what's it you called? Podcast Whore. football one. <laughs> I'm doing the uh, whistleblowers. Whistleblowers. That's it. Um, but. I've got to mention if he fucking plays Campbell on Saturday and substitutes him after the performance he had last night again that summed up every single thing it was wrong. quite odd with Campbell what? just to go back to Sunday like when he took Awobi on ahead yeah. of Campbell yeah. and I found it was really sh- and I, 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 that's no slow on Alex Awobi no but I just thought yeah. This isn't. It was a strange one. Oh, yeah. One of many strange aspects of Sunday: the fact that we barely deserved to yeah. only lose by a goal in one of the worst ever. It we felt, do you know, in some ways, like we walked out the ground, Ollie and I, and I said, "This does feel a bit worse than when we lost six 0 at Chelsea." Yeah, because totally. Chelsea were our two 0 down. We're used to losing here. And we're down to ten men. At the, on Sunday, we were that bad. It was oh, such a horrible feeling. Are you going Sunday? Are you Saturday to Spurs? No, I'm not. Right? I'm working on Saturday. Oh I've got to record a show, so oh, God, okay. I'm going to be. I'll watch it, but I'll just, I'll just have the ump. I'll probably yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but we'll I'm going to Hull. No, I'm not going. I'm going to watch. No, it. Yeah, I'm going on. to oh, Hull. Brilliant. Tuesday, Excellent. seven o'clock kickoff. You're yeah, getting there early. I am. I'm just. Do you know what? 
I just thought last week. That's amazing. Really, that could be a really out. good fun night, though. Oh, you should have let me know. I might have come with. None of my lot are willing to go, Alex. Oh, I've got two tickets. Okay. If you really want to come, I'm thinking <laughs> of going and driving up there. Oh, go on, Josh. This yeah. could I'm be a thinking great of driving trip. Driving up there and just coming yeah. back. I'm sure we'll win that. I think we'll yeah. win that game. We'll do predictions in a sec. But yeah, that, that substitution to come, I just want to say, was the mo- most fucking infuriating decision, even among all the other infuriating decisions he's made. I just wanted to make that What's going to happen Saturday, boys? Um, I'll tell you what's going to happen. My current thinking is, because your theory, your finger, your theory that you always, we finally, when it comes to it, Armageddon always seems on the on about to arrive, and we just about do something that is still not good enough, but actually prevents Armageddon from happening. So on that basis, I'm predicting nil nil. What do you Josh? think, Alex? Do you know what I've just realised thinking about some some of the stuff that I've said tonight? That <laughs> Don't I've feel become, bad. I've become one of those meltdown Arsenal fans <laughs> that I always slag off on Twitter, and I'm going to go home and have a good long hard look at myself. <laughs> no, because I hate no. the meltdowns. Yeah, but we have the meltdown. Yeah, but and I've just done one on a podcast, yeah, and it's no better. But so do you know what? <laughs> I'm going to say. Um, I think we'll lose 1-0 <laughs> yeah. I mean I can't believe I'm not predicting a defeat Because that's I'm really I mean you know we, By all accounts But go on Laurie Laurie Olivia Giroud Early goal <laughs> 1-0 oh, Batting down the hatches And then Carl Walker Late equaliser Oh okay Heard it here first 1-0 Yeah okay. uh, I also Josh, think Classic fence sitting Yeah Yeah I think 1-0 but okay. a slightly improved performance And I think we sort of have to take that at the moment And just hope that we get back on form with Alex's support at Hull And then go on from there Yeah, I think it's just going to be me So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll I think it'll be a great evening at Hull you know, I think it'll be really enjoyable go to these games to get the away credits yeah. Yeah. Whereas with this one, a lot of people have bought them Without reading it properly Because in order to get your away credit You have to get a voucher up there this time <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people thought it would go automatically. That's I'm going to be terrible. honest with you. I was one of those. <laughs> <laughs> they That's did that. Bad. They did that Olympiacos. We had to queue up for this voucher to make sure we got a credit. Yeah. That's bad. Right. So we, and we, we've got. Predict, sorry, we've got to predict that game. I think we're oh, going to win. We'll win that. We're going to probably go. We we'll get to the final of the cup, and, and that's another part of the whole. Just about doing well enough to keep sad people happy. Um, I think we'll win two uh, one at home. We'll win on penalties at uh, Or on penalties, yeah. It's going to be a slightly oh, longer. That's why, that's why we started <laughs> early. You're going to be in the oh, yeah. I hope it's not penalties. I don't want that. I'm, <laughs> no. I'm going to, I think we'll win 3 uh, 1. Yeah. 3 0. Thank you. Laurie, Jeez. Alex, don't feel. You, the meltdown is fucking justified. If we can't melt down at this point, <laughs> where can we melt down, Josh? Yeah. End of the season, maybe? I can't melt down. <laughs> it's Wait till May. Then we'll melt down. We'll see what happens in May. We're back next Wednesday. Oh, are we? Excellent. Good. Thank you very much, everyone. This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network.